At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. We're going to give you our pro tip for hour number one. It came from you, it was a good one. How many people are coming for the Super Bowl? Generally about 300,000. 300,000 people that are normally not here will be here this weekend for the Super Bowl. And your point about, look, it's two, it's 51. The numbers really haven't moved that much. These are tight lines, as you would expect for a Super Sunday. Your advice is, if you're coming in from out of town, you're hearing us, you're watching us, and thank thank you for doing so, go ahead and download some apps when you're here. Some of the local apps, whether it's South Point, whether it's Circa, whether it's Super Sportsbook over at Westgate. What you can do then is in-game, you're going to have a really better opportunity at some of these numbers than you're going to have before the game begins. So, yes, does it take effort on your part to download these apps and sign up for them? Yes. But if you're taking it seriously and you want to get the best of the game experience to actually win money, this is the way to go. Yeah, I think it just helps you a lot. You get so many situations where you can potentially get off a game. You can take other scenarios. There's so many different things you can do with the end games. I mean, you get you get so many great numbers by comparison to what the situation is. Um, you know, perfect example, Monday night, Kansas, Texas. Yep. I got seven and a half. I lost on that, but you could have gotten a 10 and a half, uh, as high as 10 and a half or 11 and a half, I believe. So, you know, I, I think the, all those things are a huge advantage. Yeah. So again, it's a, it, you have to do your due diligence here. You have to actually sign up and, and do the paperwork or uh, on your phone, you have to fill it out, but it will, uh, probably get you much better options than what you're going to get before right. the game begins in just the halftime line, per se, uh, if you're watching it or a- at a sports book. So, again, that is the pro tip for hour number one. As a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 of those a day per show uh, in uh, across the network. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com, sort those out by show and or by sport. Uh, we were talking, I thought it was a great conversation we were having, about the NFL draft. Look, Derek Carr, m- musical chairs and quarterbacks, and what we've noticed is teams are desperate for quarterback play in the NFL. We, we've noticed this throughout the, the whole year, right? It's a reason why, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts are in the Super Bowl. You better have a quarterback because if you don't, you really don't have much of a chance for long-term success. We believe it's a lock that four quarterbacks are going to go in the NFL draft, right? In the first round. In the first round. You're going to get at least four. And where we believe, once these numbers come out, the demarcation line will probably be four and a half. So we're already trying to theorize what those numbers will look like. 
Look, if you get a, a flat four out there at a book, take it. Like, like just, just take the over, and the worst you're going to do is push. Now, we don't believe that number is going to exist. We're probably assuming four and a half will be the number. And when you look at the NFL teams in the draft order, we showed you earlier, one through 14, we believe four are going to go in the top 10. Correct. That, that It won't even get past that. So once you get to that number, you got to look 15 through 30, 31, and try to figure out, well, who's going to go there? Yeah, and real quickly, there's 31 picks this year because the Miami Dolphins lost a pick in the first round. So that's why there's not 32. Yeah, so those are the, the teams that you see there on your screen. Now, who might be in play if you're watching us here on VEASAN.com? You look at the you know, Packers at 15. We don't believe they're in play for a quarterback. But what? if they get rid of Aaron Rodgers, do you just turn it over to Jordan Love? Commanders, we know they're looking for a quarterback. Steelers are good. Lions, we believe Jared Goff is probably going to be the guy next year. I'd be surprised they went first round. Buccaneers, who knows what they're going to do? Yeah, let me save you a little time. Sure. There's about three teams in the back end of this that could potentially use a quarterback. Three teams. Those teams you identify Washington. As. Yep. Tampa. Yep. Uh, New Orleans. And the reason why it includes Seattle is because I think they'll probably take a quarterback previous to that if they're going to draft somebody. They've got a top 10 pick as well yeah. as that pick at 20. Correct. So I, I agree that there's going to be at least three teams that would potentially be in the bidding for a quarterback on the back half. What Amal, I think, has rightfully done here in, in the previous uh, block here is explain there really isn't a, a first-round quarterback in your estimations th that's worthy of going past the, the top four. And look, we don't even think Anthony Richardson necessarily should be a guy, but he's going to go in the first round. Correct. So even though we might not think that there is a talented enough quarterback to go there, we know the reaches that teams and GMs specifically make uh, in, in, in drafts past to take a quarterback. And again, it's hard to identify who that guy would be, but I didn't identify Jordan Love coming out of Utah State as being one of those guys. And he was one of those guys. We saw Trey Lance skyrocket up the board all the way to number two in the board. We saw Zach Wilson. At, at, look, we saw the body of work at BYU. Maybe people thought, but I went, wow, he, he seems small to me. But these are the type of, of reaches that people are going to take year in, year out on quarterbacks. No, I, I don't disagree with you, but those guys were still projected to go in the first round. I don't think people expected them to go two or three respectively. Right. There's the difference there. To me, when you look at this, uh, I mentioned 15 through 31. You look at Green Bay, it's going to be Rodgers or Love. Steelers have Pickett. Lions have Goff. Tampa's question mark as to who they're going to utilize at quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's the big one. Chargers, Herbert, Ravens, whether it's Lamar Jackson or not, I don't think they're still going to draft a quarterback in this draft. Minnesota's got um, Kirk Cousins. Jacksonville's got Lawrence. Giants have Jones. Dallas has Dak Prescott. Buffalo's got Allen. Cincinnati's got Joe Burrow. New Orleans is a question mark. They might get Derek Carr. And then Kansas City and Philly are set. Right. The, the only one there past, I, I agree that maybe Washington, Green Bay, we don't know how they're going to play out. Tampa Bay, Seattle, certainly. Those are the three, four teams that would be in play. The Wait, other Green one, though, Bay. You, well, Green Bay, if, if they're moving on from Rodgers. They have Jordan Love on the roster. Well, I understand that, but do you, are we just assuming Jordan Love is is now? I mean, what's he in year? He's going to be in year four, right, of his rookie deal, right? Wouldn't you maybe take another guy and and see if Jordan Love isn't the guy? Then we got another guy on the roster. I mean, if you had Aaron Rodgers on the roster and you drafted a first round quarterback named Jordan Love, you're going to tell me that Jordan Love is going to be a reason why you wouldn't take another first rounder? That doesn't make it a whole lot of. A lot of logical sense. Well, let me explain it to you then, since it's obviously it seems to be eluding you here <laughs> yeah. right now. Aaron Rodgers came off a bad season. Jordan Love was a guy that you could project out was going to be a first-round pick. It seemed like a bit of a reach for a Green Bay team that didn't draft any wide receivers during Rodgers' tenure. However, when you look at the rest of this draft order right now, there's nobody else worthy of being selected in the first round at the quarterback position. And then the other thing is when you look at the Green Bay Packers, they seem to have an affinity for what they've seen out of Aaron, excuse me, Jordan Love enough to potentially move on from Aaron Rodgers. So now you're going to go get a quarterback on a team that just two years ago went 13-3 and three or 14 and three, whatever their record was, 13 and four, mm -hmm. where you have an opportunity in the NFC. I don't think you're going to go bring in a rookie in the first round. I think you're going to go bring in a piece that helps you be able to win right now. Well, that still would be the logical sense, but they haven't done that historically. They have not done the logical thing that you're alluding to because we no. all thought they would have gotten a wide receiver and not Jordan Love three yeah, years ago. So, like, all I'm saying is, Gutekunst, they've done things that have not made a whole lot of sense. 
So while you're, it's a logical road that you're going down, they haven't gone down the logical path. But it, it was the illogical way. No, not necessarily because their thought was you draft Love, he's going to sit for a year, maybe two with Jordan, with Rodgers. Maybe he moves on. Maybe he's not the guy. And then we bring in Jordan Love and let him play from there. But my point being is there's not a single player out there that can be identified right now. You go, this guy's got a shot. I don't even know if there's going to be a quarterback in the second round. Well, I, I agree. I'm not saying that there should be, not from talent. I'm again going on the reach theory, and again, we're you can't uh, blow first round picks like it's the NBA where nobody cares. They blew it on Jordan Love, but they, how do you they, know they, they blown it on him? You've never seen Mitchell him play. Trubisky. They blew it on Jake Locker. Hold on a second now. Wait, Jake Locker. Jake Locker was the best athlete in that draft. That kid led the Cape Cod League in batting in the wooden bat league. He was the fastest quarterback in the draft. He could make all the throws. He just didn't turn out to be as good as you would have thought. Mitchell Trubisky was a guy who had all the measurables. He couldn't win. In a starting job in college, and he became the second overall. Come on, the fact that all I'm saying is so, GMs reach on guys that should not go where they go. You don't it's reach on a number two pick again. Listen, there were a lot of people that tra- thought Trubisky was going to be the guy. You don't. You're not reaching on a number two overall pick if you don't think he's worthy of being drafted. You're not going. Well, you it know what? The, don't worry about the number two pick. It got the GM fired, and rightfully so, in Chicago because it didn't work out. But yes, because it didn't work out. I mean, it does matter if it works out or not. And I, look, somebody could go down. So this if road. Bryce Young sucks, the Houston Texans should be fired. No. That GM. Why not? No. Bryce, Bryce Young's a clear Bryce cut Young to Mitchell Trubisky. No, my really? point. That's be- what we're doing. No, my point being is Bryce Young and CJ Stroud look like clear cut dudes, right? Yes, but if they debated. both suck, Nobody then you should fire the GM. Trubisky. Nobody, Nobody said that about Mitchell Trubisky. Is my point? Are you kidding me? There were enough people that thought Trubisky oh, was a top God. ten pick. When he traded up to two, I was in Chicago when this happened. He was bargaining against himself. There was nobody that said we got to trade up to two to get Mitchell Trubisky. Yes, the I Niners agree. Went, you, you, you're, hold on a second. Answer me this question, and we can move on from Trubisky. Okay. You think nobody else was taking Mitchell Trubisky in the first round? Yes, not at second overall. He might have gone to the back. I end didn't of the first say round. second. I asked you a very specific yes. question. I said the yes. first round. You think nobody was taking Trubisky in the first round? This because GMs are dumb. That's my whole I, point. I can't have a logical Jordan question with somebody if they don't know what the hell they're talking about. What are you talking about? I'm they're, telling you that this is what GMs do. I am agreeing with you that somebody took Mitchell Trubisky and it was a bad no, no, no. decision. My question to you and was Trubisky will was, do it again. No, my question to year. you was Trubisky going in the first round. By all, whatever you want to, I'd say the it's back a simple of the yes first or round. no question. Yes, I think so. But Point, the guy wasn't over. a starter at North Carolina. He started his junior year, his redshirt sophomore year. He got beaten year. out by who was the kid that beat him out? Is, Williams, but the, that was right. the previous year. But that the, was the previous year. Then when he was a redshirt freshman, he played a sophomore is, year. When he when they moved up to two, everybody in Chicago went, "What are they doing?" No, I don't disagree with everybody, that. Everybody thought it was a reach of two. What my question to you was for the purposes of this bet: it, Would Mitchell Trubisky have been a first round quarterback, regardless bl- of being at two? Let's say would he been drafted at seventeenth or eighteenth or twentieth or twenty fifth? I'd have to go back. And it was a great quarterback draft that year because that yes. was the, the yes, the, of course. Yeah, God damn it, I, this is not hard. I think he would have been, but I think that would be a mistake is the other point of this equation of all. Just because you're saying, yeah, he would be a first-rounder, that doesn't make it right. People don't draft that's, guys that at two that would not have been drafted right. among the other 30 picks. There's also a massive difference between going second, though, and going third. Absolutely. Right? Exactly. A no, massive but my difference. question is, is he a first-rounder? The premise of this bet is not, is he going to be drafted second right. or is he going to be drafted sure, 38? Sure. Right. Is he going to be one of the 31 picks? It's a simple concept. But again, your Jordan Love equation, to me, doesn't make a whole lot of sense because Jordan Love has been a, a wasted pick at 20. 23? Were they traded up to get him? More to get to. I love the debate. <laughs> I've been scanning mock drafts. I have an answer sort of for you when we come back. Come on. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you bet on the big game, check out VSIN's Big Game Betting Guide and check it out today. The Big Game Betting Guide has favorite prop bets, picks, and best bets from VSIN's show hosts and guests. Also, find out how legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger and what he's betting for the big game. To get the guide, all you have to do is go to VEASAN. We've got the offer. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. And you can do that today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here, rolling on this edition of Big Bets. I love the spirit of debate. What we're trying to do is find how many potential first-round quarterbacks could go in the first round. Amal and I do agree on four. We also agree there probably isn't a talented guy enough that should be a fifth. Where we differ is, historically, I believe GMs make ridiculous decisions all the time on quarterbacks specifically, and I believe they could be in play to see that trend happen again with four theoretically going in the top nine as high as this NFL draft. Kelly, you say you've been combing the desert to try to find on draft boards because to Amal's point, Hey, Mitchell Trubisky, I didn't think he should be a first-round pick, but experts say he should have been a first-round pick. So this is the type of banner, when you look at the futures market, where you're going to see, hey, if I can get plus $1.80, plus $2 on over four-and-a-half quarterbacks, I am trusting the stupidity of GMs repeatedly reaching for guys they shouldn't reach for to possibly get to a fifth quarterback taken in the first round. So, yeah, I've been scanning as many mock drafts as I can. I uh, I lost track of uh, halfway through your guys' argument there. I don't even know how we transitioned uh, <laughs> to what we transitioned to. But, yeah, okay. Um, okay, most of what I'm seeing so far, and this is early mock draft season, right? It, it, there's not a lot. That, that was the biggest pain. I was trying to find most up-to-date stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say most of what I've seen only have four quarterbacks going, and all four of them are in the top ten picks. I have found two that have five. Thank you. And they have the same quarterback, and he's in the last five picks. It is Tanner McKee, who they're saying, in the la- in the final picks. And that, that's why I think it's playable. That's the only reason why I, I think it's playable, because there will be a guy, if it's Tanner McGee, if it's Aiden O'Connell, I'm not exactly sure which. Once you get to the dog and pony shows, everything changes. So as we sit here today... Yeah, should only be four. But somebody will fall in well, love, be enamored, and I think if whether it's McKee or an O'Connell, for, for, name first, your guy. First of all, I need to be right on this bet just because otherwise my ego is going to take a major blow. <laughs> but second, the, the difference was when you look at love, he had tremendous arm strength. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's why Will Levis is going to go in the first round. Will Levis's body of work justifies no reason for this guy to go in the first round. And being a starting quarterback at Kentucky in no way makes you a first round quarterback. He couldn't be he couldn't be a starter at Penn State. It's the Mitchell Trubisky argument that you're making with Will Levis. That the body of work for Mitchell did not say he should be the second quarterback taken, period. No, but, but what my argument on Trubisky was, it wasn't about him being the second pick. That was a terrible pick. We all knew that. Yeah. Was what it, for the sake of this conversation? Was was he going to be a first rounder? Right, and again, this is what it's going to get into the the, the McKees and the O'Connells, whether these guys are first round picks or not. Look, look at Billy Levi's. There he is. Look at the by, guns by, on by, this by, guy. There he is. By, 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 by the way, look at those cannons. When you said to Dave, there were five, there were two mock drafts that had the fifth round. That's like when I make a bet and I'm like. 
Yo, that line moved in my favor. I'm feeling pretty good. You know? <laughs> like, like but, it means anything when they go out there and Stony Brook uh, misses three free throws or something. But, but, Amal, this is kind of the point, though, of, like, there will be reaches. And if those two guys in the mock draft, they're banking on what I'm banking on, that, that somebody's going to reach. It's going to change a lot between now and then. Wait, Dave, I think we can get them all to agree on something. Okay, the, the new format of the NFL draft leads to the possibility of what Dave is talking about far more likely than the old formats of the NFL draft. Uh, there's control, no question about right. it. Janet okay. Jackson, the, control, the, baby. The, no, no question about that. That's obvious. However, I would argue this also in terms of the quarterback situation, though. The later rounds allow you to take far more flyers and discard these guys because you don't want to waste those draft picks. Like, if I'm taking a Jalen Carter, I don't want to pay Jalen Carter $25 million if, you know, as sooner than I'm going to have to eventually or Will Anderson. So my point, Kelly, is that when you look at it, yes, you're going to take a guy, but you still need first-round guys to make an impact on your roster. Mm -hmm. That's how you're going to win. You look at right now, like in the 2020 draft, who'd they have? Tua, Joe Burrow, um, Justin Herbert. Yep. You know, Tua had a great year last year because they got him some help. When you look at the draft picks now, you go, Burrow's obviously been worthy of the first overall pick. Justin Herbert's been worthy of the sixth pick. I think when you look back on it, it's been great for these teams so far because these quarterbacks have really developed. All I'm saying is, you know, when you look at Green Bay, the, my point where I agree with you on is with the, with the Packers, they were a game away from the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's why I would not have taken Jordan Love. Exactly. But somebody in 24 to 32, in my opinion, would have taken Jordan Love. Possibly, but again, for revisionist history's sake, when we go back to that draft, the Packers did trade up to get him. Because they thought other people in front of them were going to take him. But think of that. But think of that logic of what you just said. They were a, a game away from winning the Super Bowl, and yet they gave up draft capital to move up to a guy that still technically hasn't seen the light of day except for one game against the Chiefs last year. Like, But that that's how much of... Not not a reach, but that's how much GMs fall in love with guys. And whether it's going to be McKee or whether it's going to be O'Connell, somebody's going to go, ooh, they were going to take said guy. This is, the the again, getting back to Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, my goodness, in Chicago, we better move up to two to get him because somebody else is going to get him. No, you were, you're debating against yourself at that, at that point. That's what Chicago did. So I just – I'm banking on, again, a front office falling in love – with a guy, whether it's O'Connell, I'm not thinking. I don't think they should necessarily take these guys, but I think somebody will because there's such a quarterback okay. uh, drainage of talent in the NFL. All right, let's answer this question. This is the most important question. the The bet prop, let's say, is four and a half yep. to the unders minus one eighty. The overs plus one fifty. Dave, we know you're going to go over. I'm taking Kelly. The plus what money. are you doing? Wait, well, give me the odds again. Four and a half is four the total. Yep. It's set the over under first round quarterbacks. Yep. Minus 180 to the under, plus 150 to the over. I don't know what the numbers are going to be. I'm just using a couple right. of arbitrary numbers that I think it might be. What are you doing? I even I even texted a couple odds makers, and they said, man, I haven't even thought about this yet. It's Super right? Bowl week. We're so way ahead. that was the reaction. And what I'm doing, Maul, is I'm calling my friend Amal Shah, and I'm saying, hey, how much cash you got on you right now? Can I borrow <laughs> it and pay you back in installments over the next seven to eight months? Because you're going to bet the under. Because I'm betting the under. Right. And, I, and I, 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 I left that part out, I guess. Right, you didn't leave that. I wasn't making sure that's where you're going. Hey, he learned, that, he learned that by watching me. I talk about things and then don't answer Dave's question. Don't answer Dave's right. question. Yeah. Move on. Like, wait, are I'm you just, taking the under? I'm just reviewing that Joe Burrow draft. And you know the, the real surprising part of it is there's a name we're leaving out that might be playing in the Super Bowl here this weekend. Oh. Not a first-round pick, though. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, second-round pick. Yeah, they had the great Carson Wentz at the, that point, remember? Yeah. So <laughs> it will be fascinating once they come out. But, again, we're assuming that number is going to be at four and a half. It's, by the way, if it's at five, don't play it. It's, that's a silly – you're not going to get six. But I do think four and a half will be the demarcation line. And again, look at the number. If you get – to me, if you get plus dollar fifty or better, I think that it's actually it's, – it's actionable in my eyes. But if it's even money, no. Like, the number has to make sense. I, I talk about this to UFC all the time. Like, you understand why I say a guy like Volkanovski is a $3 underdog to Makachev this weekend, right? But it gets to the point where the value in the number, it's just you're, you're discounting a guy at $3 that hasn't lost in almost 10 years. Yep. So, like, to me, I'm going to bank on stupidity of NFL GMs. If you're giving me 2 to 1, if the number gets to be that great, that's where I'm going to jump in. Britton uh, has one of our producers here, does a terrific job, just sent me a text. He said, Bovada had the numbers up actually last week, 4.5 under minus 180. Minus 180, so yeah. plus $1.50. Hey, right stop ripping off lines. Oh, God, I'm so this might be my second day doing this. You know, every <laughs> once in a while. Like a broken clock, I'm right twice a day. And again, if that number dips 
And, and you're th- listen. Look, don't play it if it's four and a half, and you're only getting plus a dollar ten, plus a dollar. The, the the number has to make sense for you to take that leap. What a sweat that will be, though, Ball. If we if we get that exact number, because I will be on the under. You're gonna see four go in the top ten, and then you got to sit there for two hours. There's and no hope, way. And yep. hope that Dave's plan doesn't play out. Yeah, well, I, I tell look, you, I'm just not laying that type of price I, tag I, I with, t- with GMs in this league. I'll tell you, I tell you right now, you're gonna find out real quick when Stanford has their pro day. And yeah. how McKee works out will give you everything you need to know. That's because it. there's nobody else that's even even has a shot. O'Connell, you don't think he has an outside shot of the team falling in love? I don't know. Just that, throwing that name. He's garbage. Mike, Mike Renner's notes over at Pro Football Focus on Tanner McKee. One of the most accurate quarterbacks in the draft class. He's one of the most NFL-ready quarterbacks oh. in the draft class. Oh. Hailing from an NFL-style, pro-style system at Stanford that is admittedly dated, which is why his numbers very much suffered in that offense. So he was held back hey, hey, by the offense. Hey, tomorrow I'm going to create a website for you. I'm going to put my listings up so Dave can be like, ah, oh, that guy's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I didn't know Mike Runner's a GM. By the way, Pro Football Focus has got certain guys rated so low and so high. Makes no difference. Amal, the amazing thing is, is and you know this, it just takes one. It, you can be dead wrong in that assessment. Yeah, but, 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 it just takes I don't, one. I don't disagree with you, but there, it's hard to find a spot, though, outside of three teams after the 14th uh, draft pick who's going to need a right. quarterback. That's, and that's the other thing. You have to really look at the teams. So after you get past 14, you're probably looking at three or four tops. And if those teams feel like they've got enough draft capital somewhere else to still get their guy, then they wouldn't do it. But but there will be three or four teams that will be intrigued at the possibility of a first-round draft pick. It'll by the, be by, by the way, usually I'm a little bit more politically savvy, and I don't dig in on my positions this much. Mm-hmm. But I just think there's a bunch of bags of dirt at quarterback this year coming out of the draft. <laughs> Remember, this was supposed to be the great class. Last year was the bad class. Well, the top two guys are great. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we assume they'll be great. We think they'll be great. They should be great. We hope they're great. When we come back, let's talk some basketball with JVT. Let's get his thoughts on the new scoring king and what the Lakers do from here. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on Visa. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The big game means big coverage from VEASAN, starting with the Lombardi line. Mike Lombardi, a former NFL GM, is going to have pregame insights. You don't want to miss that. Plus, special editions of Follow the Money with Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss, a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Going to tackle last-second line moves on the game and dive deeper into the prop market. Legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger is going to tell you how he is betting the big game on Countdown to kickoff. The big game starts Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network should be a great lineup on Super Sunday. You know, before we get to the Super Bowl on Sunday, NBA will try to take away a little bit of the shine. Obviously, people like to wager on that as we get closer and closer to the big game, but you want something to wager on early. I know last night all eyes were on Los Angeles as LeBron James now is the all-time scoring leader in the history of the NBA. Let's bring in our senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN. He is Jonathan Von Tobel. JVT, what'd you make of last night? Uh, obviously, it's still a great moment, you, you know, for all of us to witness the sports fans to see him actually achieve it. Stop the game, game comes back on, and then OKC takes over. Uh, what'd you make of, of last night in totality? Uh, it was cool, right? It was a really cool moment. I, you know, when Kelly and I discussed this on the podcast last week, he actually made me come around a little bit more to like the grandeur of the moment yep. uh, when it came to what this meant. And when you really think about like this record. And how long this could potentially stand, right? Because he's going to keep going. He's going. This is not like he's scoring a last bucket and walking off. Uh, he's going to continue to add to this. And as he put it last night, thinks he can play maybe about three more years or so. So this is going to be a record that really does stand the test of time. It's a really cool moment. Uh, I think it was really cool. Somebody who's watched basketball right throughout his entire life to be able to see this in its entirety um, as a basketball fan and to see where it's going to end. So I, I thought it was cool. Now, the game itself. I think it's kind of hard. I tweeted this out yesterday, right? Like there has to be an in-game like like angle to this because mm. 10 seconds left in the third quarter, you stop everything for that kind of ceremony. You could tell that that's what they were working for in terms of getting him that point total. He breaks it and then the Thunder come back out. I think, guys, it was kind of like the Thunder 
weren't even there, right? Like everybody was so focused on what the Lakers were doing and the entire way the Thunder were just kind of leading and playing some basketball. They come back out, they pull away, they win the game. So it was a weird moment for the Lakers overall. But I think in terms of, like as a basketball fan, basketball history, I thought it was really cool to watch. Yeah, since 84 when Kareem held the mark and now gets past here in 2023. So I wonder if we'll have another 40-year run potentially to whoever the next guy might be to get this mark. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it, right? Like Luka Doncic, like, like he would be the, the rate that he's scoring, he'd be like uh, like the really good contender, I would guess, mm-hmm. uh, as you kind of move forward. But there's also think about this, guys. There's other things that work against them, right? It's we could talk about the load management thing. Luka's been kind of an Iron Man. He's played quite a bit, so I don't think that's it. What if they cut it to like 72 games a season, Oof. right? Like little things like that. This could be one where like this stands the test of time, unless a Victor Wembanyama comes in and is everything <laughs> we expect him to be and plays into his forties. Like maybe there's a shot, but I, I think there's a really good chance um, that maybe this is one that stands for a very, very long time. Interesting. Uh, Kevin Durant's already at 26, 27,000 career points. He's got to keep yep. an eye out for, it. I think the one area where LeBron kind of got hurt long-term in his career was the free throws. Yeah. Right. Like Durant's an 88 career free throw shooter. I mean, 88%. So that's the one thing. Speaking of the Lakers, do you, this team is not that far out of getting into the 10 spot, potentially even up as high as to the seventh spot. I think four and a half games behind golden state. Do you think this team can get things turned around with 27 games remaining? Or is this just a team that gets a lot of fanfare because they are the Lakers? I mean, I guess it means uh, it depends on what you mean by turn it around them all, right? Like, do I think that they can, if they make the right acquisition, make it into like the sixth seed and, you know, win a playoff yeah. game or two? Yeah, p- probably. Like, you know, you have LeBron James, you have Anthony Davis. They're going to be healthy and ready to go. That's going to be worth it and whatever, depending on what you add at the trade deadline. If you add anything, that might be worth it in the right matchup. But I, like, I think, you know, I, I've been saying this for a while. Like, I think that's kind of the perfect season for the Lakers. If they would have gotten Kyrie Irving, maybe that run goes a little bit deeper. I still think that that is a team that has its flaws in turning wins in NBA finals. But at that point, like, if you're just talking about adding whatever role player it is, because it does seem like this is going to be a, a, a quiet trade deadline. Let's say it's even like the best one out there, like a Fred Van Vliet. I'm not sure if that's really changing the prospects of this team in terms of competing in the Western Conference. Yeah, JVC, because of LeBron kind of taking away all the headlines last night, it almost feels like Kyrie Irving trade was made four years ago to go to mm-hmm. Dallas now. Uh, what what are your thoughts on that? And I know a lot of people, the betting market shorted uh, Dallas immediately after that. Do you think it's going to work? Is there a scenario where this actually does uh, make the Mavericks a real contender in the West? I think it works in the sense that in any one best of seven series, this team is going to be a nightmare to deal with, right? Because this is going to be a very potent offense. I think if anybody is looking at this from the prism of like, well, you know, there's only one ball. Kyrie Irving just played on a team with Kevin Durant and James Harden. And when those three were out there, they put up one of the best net ratings and offensive ratings you'll see from a three-man pairing in the NBA. It'll work, right? They'll be able to play with each other. Kyrie Irving has spent a vast majority of his time as Brooklyn uh, playing as their shooting guard. So it's going to be able to work from a basketball perspective. I I guess, Dave, my question is just, who's playing defense for this team? Because I, I know a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, the Mavericks made it to the Western Conference Finals last year, and that was Luka by himself. Of course, this would mean that they should be able to replicate that run difference is that team was seventh in defensive efficiency. This team is 21st. Mm. That's a really big difference in terms of how you're playing uh, with some of your best role players were three and D guys like a Dorian Finney Smith, who's not on that team anymore, right? He's with the Brooklyn Nets. So I think that if you're talking about any one series, right, will they be able to push the opponent that's in front of them because they're so potent on offense? Yes. But when you're looking at the way this team, this team is constructed, I mean, think about a projected starting lineup right now, right? It would be Reggie Bullock at the four. Reggie Bullock's only six foot six, so they're small. They won't really be able to defend at a very high level. Be good on offense, but I think that's what ultimately holds them back. So I'm not really running to bet them to win a Western Conference or anything like that. I want to stay in the Western Conference. Two teams that won Memphis 33 and 21. Give me your thoughts on this team. And then how about the Sacramento Kings right now? Currently sitting in third in the Western Conference, you know, Sabonis has had a tremendous year. The problem is uh, JBT because he's plays in Sacramento. I think a lot of people that may not watch on the East coast don't realize the type of season he's having. Yeah. In Sacramento, it's gotten a little rocky lately, right. In terms of the results of all, but overall it's a really good season. You know, I think we just go back to the same thing, the same talking point with Dallas, which is it, it is great in the regular season to be a very good offensive team. But when you get to the postseason and it's a best of seven series, you need to be able to make stops consistently. And that is not what Sacramento is going to be able to do once they get into these series. So I think their ceiling as a team is severely limited by the way they play defense. You cannot be in the mid-20s in defensive efficiency and expect to win NBA titles. I know that there's a lot of people out there who say, you don't play defense anymore. They do. And it really does matter when you get to the postseason whether or not you can defend at a high level or be able to take out some of these dominant wing players that you're going to see once you get into the uh, finals or 
excuse me, to the uh, postseason. So I, I think it's a good story. I think once we get to the postseason, we're going to see exactly what Sacramento is. And as far as Memphis is concerned, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, go ahead with Memphis because I'm curious what your thoughts are there. Well, I, I'm I, I'm curious as well because look, they go on that one and eight run, right or slide, whatever you want to call it, um, and they turn things around yesterday against the Bulls. It was a 104-89 win. But what's interesting about this team is I think you can really hyper-focus on some of the weak points. And it's why I think a lot of people, I am one of them, has their questions about whether or not this team can legitimately win the Western Conference. You have a center in Steven Adams who we saw him get played off the floor in that Minnesota Timberwolves series. In certain matchups, he cannot play for them, but he's a big part of what they do in terms of offensive rebounding. They're a very inconsistent three-point shooting team. Right now, I think they're 21st, 22nd in three-point shooting on the season. They shot 31% from three during that losing stretch that they were on over the course of nine games. You have a guy at the point of attack in John Morant who is a liability defensively. There's a reason why when he's off the floor, their net rating actually improves because they're much better defensively when he's not out there. So like as a whole, is it really great to see how fun they are and up running up and down the court and how good they can play at home? Yes. But again, when you're talking about the difference of the postseason, where those weaknesses are going to be exploded, exploited, where John Morant is going to be, you know, gone after on almost every single offensive possession, where Steven Adams is not going to be able to play, I think, in some of these small ball lineups that they're going to have to face in certain opponents, that's where I think this team is somewhat flawed. So if they're going to go out and improve, if they can, you know, grab OGN and Obi from the Toronto Raptors, which is reportedly they were maybe one of the teams that offered three first round picks for him, then we can have another conversation. But I think it's currently constructed. They, they might run into a brick wall. And that doesn't even mention, guys, some of the off-court stuff that's starting to gain some traction with this team when it comes to their squad. Yeah, no question about it. Talking with Jonathan Von Tobel. Follow him on Twitter as I do at MeJVT. Uh, we're under 24 hours here before the trade deadline. Obviously, Kyrie was the biggest name to move that actually moved the markets here, certainly for the East, for the Nets, in the West, for the Mavs. Is there another player out there that can actually make a, a, a difference in the marketplace, or do you think these are going to be secondary trades from here on in? I think they're going to be like, I think that what's interesting about the trade deadline like this one, Dave, is I think if like, if you really follow these teams and if it's the right fit, it can make all the difference in the world, mm. but it's not going to be a fit that doesn't move the market. So like the one I've brought up to you guys is like Fred Van Vliet to the Los Angeles Clippers. I think that would be like square peg, square hole. Like it would fit perfectly. It's exactly what they need. Might not move the needle, but that I think would make a difference, right? Like all these other little pieces that are out there that might make a difference, but I don't think there's any one name, at least it seems at this point right now, unless the Raptors are going to move Pascal Siakam, or unless Chicago is going to blow it all up that there's going to be some of these moves that are made that really change and alter the title picture. I think at this point right now, it seems like it's going to be a really quiet trade deadline. It's interesting in terms of what's going to happen here. Obviously, I was a little bit surprised with Kyrie landing in Dallas, but I like the point you brought up about the lack of defensive efficiency. But it'll be a fun postseason to watch. Right oh, now, yeah. and we, we got a short time, but 15 seconds. Anybody you really love besides your Clippers coming out of the West? I think Kelly and I discussed the Pelicans because they're a team that's been held back by health as opposed to poor play. Uh, you should look up. I'll send them to Kelly so you can like reiterate if he wants. Those numbers when Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson are together are elite with a capital E. So that's something to maybe monitor is that's a team that's been held back by poor health, not poor play. It would have been more interesting if you said elite with a capital A. I just like the way Kelly chimed in there. Yeah. Hey, they were a top five offense and defensive team earlier in the season. No yep. reason why they can't get back to that. JVT, we appreciate it as always, my friend. Come on back and put a finishing bow on this edition of Big Bets next year on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh... 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans, the title game is set, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Win big with tons of specials on February 12th, like our same game parlay, Bet and Get, live Bet and Get, and football squares. You went up to 10K in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet River Squares this football season. Place a $10 wager or more on qualifying bets. You're going to get a square in the house. If your numbers on the square match the final score of the game, you're going to win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiverSquares.com. We continue a rousing edition of Big Bets here on Visa and Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. I love the fire. And you've been firing on some college basketball games that we want to get to here before we say goodbye for this edition. San Diego State against Jordan Love's alma mater. Utah State, full circle. We bring it all back in. Utah State on the basketball court, uh, going to lay two against the Aztecs here. What do you make of San Diego State catching points on the road? Yeah, tough game here tonight in Logan. This is a very good shooting Utah State team against a solid defensive team. The Aztecs not as good defensively as they've been in years past, but uh, this this should be a fun one. This is a Sandy, excuse me, Utah State team that's got five double-digit scorers, Dave. This will not be an easy game. Aztecs coming off a nice home win, dominating against uh, Boise last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what they're able to do. To me, Matt Bradley's got to have a big game. If he can do that, then I think they've got a shot. If not, I think the U, uh, the Aggies win this one fairly comfortably. Two's the number here. I didn't play this one, but I'm leaning towards Utah State. Um, I like the Aztecs, but I, I think the Mountain West, as Sean and I were talking about uh, during the show or during the commercial, that I, I think in this league, I think there's four or five teams that can win the conference title when they come here to Vegas. should be a lot of fun. And, again, this is one of those classic revenge spots, too, because they, mm-hmm. they really get that first half. They played at San Diego State a couple weeks ago. They got the, the four mopped with them there, and then they a little charge in the second half here, but really not competitive in game number one. Should be a better, uh, you would think, effort from Utah State tonight. Yeah, I, I absolutely think so. Uh, this At home, they'll have an opportunity to get that revenge. Uh, the total 146, look, we know they can score, Utah State. Can San Diego State, do they want to play a game in the 70s? They'd rather keep it a little bit lower, lower scoring. Yeah, they're comfortable either way. I mean, it's not the old, you know, Aztecs that we remember under Steve Fisher and yeah. now Brian Dutcher in terms of just a completely defensive-minded team. But um should be interesting in terms of this one. I, I give the uh, the Aggies the edge here at home in Logan. Is Kawhi Leonard available for tonight's game? <laughs> I don't believe so. Uh, let's get to a little golf here because we got the Phoenix Open again. Our crew standing by, going to be doing yeoman's work all, ye- all week, rather, from the Super Bowl site. If you're there in Arizona, I was there in 2007 for the uh, the Patriots-Giants, and the big deal was Tiger Woods was going to play on a Saturday, and people would go over. It's, it's going to be a wild atmosphere. And, Kelly, I know when you're handicapping some of these things at TPC Scottsdale, this is not your run-of-the-mill tour stop this week. It's anything but. So it's almost like guys that want to embrace 16. They want to embrace yep. The craziness and the all Coliseum. the right. This is you're in that Coliseum this weekend. Certainly in the par three. Does that affect your handicap when you look at some of these uh, these players this week? I don't know if it affects my handicap, but I think it's it's something you have to keep in mind, right? I mean, I think there's there's that aspect of it, Dave. There's this increased purse that we talked mm-hmm. about. I mean, this is more money than these guys saw had, had the chance of winning at a major last year. So I think that's all things you got to keep in mind with with the type of player that you're you're going to be betting here and 
usually this tournament gets the best of the best, uh, best of the best fields and the be- best of the best winners yep. to come out of that field. Who do you guys like in this tournament? By the way, I don't know if there's a bigger party on tour than this one down there in Scottsdale. Is. This, yeah. this is the party of parties if you're in the area. 200,000 people on Saturday will be there. It's so that's insane. Thing. you yeah. you got to be sweating. Think about coming down on Sunday on 16, Super Bowl Sunday. You're coming down that 16th hole with all those people cheering, chugging beers, throwing beers at you, and you've got three point, what is it, $3.2 million Ooh. on the line. That's a, that's a big, big deal. Well, look, at, look at the names of some of the, the past champions. And by the way, if you go back 365 days, we didn't – Scotty Scheffler? Yeah, we knew Scotty Scheffler, but he wasn't the Scotty Scheffler that we know now. It began last Super Sunday. That was really when we went, oh, my goodness. Then he goes on, of course, and wins at Augusta and wins the Masters, right? But, like, Scotty Scheffler was a great showdown last year with Patrick Cantlay. Look at the names. Brooks Kepka. Webb Stinson, Ricky Fowler, Gary Woodland, major champion, Hideki Matsuyama, back-to-back, now a Masters champion, and Brooks Kepka, four-time major champion. The, the cream does seem to rise to the top for a tournament like this, and I know you're getting Rory back this week. Yep. John Rahm is there. Yep. It feels like it's one of those big boy type weekend this events. This is Rom's home course. This was this was uh, this was tough to pick out outrights for. I ended up going with Xander Shoffley, sixteen to one. Uh, great course history at this tournament. It's another thing that's played in big time. Guys that have played here a lot have had success here a lot. Mm-hmm. That is factored in. Uh, Xander Shoffley, T three last year, T two the year before that. He's been playing a lot better golf, Dave. We saw at the end of last last summer him really come on. That continued into the fall. Uh, so do like him here. Um, was really spiking in kind of all the models I ran. Justin Thomas, more of a more of a numbers play for me this week. Mm-hmm. Just not often that you're going to see Justin Thomas at twenty five to one um, with, with this with this guy's track record and top tops in the field as far as strokes gained at this event versus the field over the past five years. It's something you got to take into account. I like Sung J.M. I know Matt and Wes are both on him this week. Uh, I played him in the top 20 market, but he's a guy I could look to get in live on possibly as well. Max Homa, I'm going back to him, Dave. This is a world-class player now. This is one, I don't care that his last time out he won. This, this guy belongs up here with the talk with the rest mm. of the world-class crew, and you can get him at 28-1. to 1. He's had success in this tournament before. I like him this week. I played him top 20, played him in the outright this week. And then my long bomb, my only master's bet, so I'm hoping this guy starts to round into form. Corey Connors. Okay, lefty. That's right. We're taking the, the putter shouldn't matter here as much. So this is the this is the team no putt uh selections, Dave. That's right. what we're going with here. Corey Connors, not exactly the best with the flat stick, has had up and down results at this course here before in the past, but should fit his game well. So it did take him at a 77 to 1 bomb. Then put him in, played him in the top ten, top, top forty markets. Biggest bet I have of the week: JT Post in top forty. Whoa! Yeah, this guy guy has been playing great recently, um, and has good course uh, good course record here. Not someone I'm going to play in the outright market though, because I do think it's going to be one of the big boys that's going to win this. I saw some props out there again. Shop around. I saw some plus money that you get if you want to just take for outrights. They'll give you Rory and Rom, and they'll give you about four to one somewhere in that vicinity. Like, to me, it's still not long enough. I'm with Kelly. I do think it's going to eventually be a big boy this weekend because it's got that big boy tournament feel. And I read you off the the last winners, and a lot of those guys are now major champions if they weren't already. So it does feel like that that type of quality field. But, again, you do have to embrace the elements. You know, we we talk about this a lot in in individual sports, like in fighting. If you're going to Brazil, if you're not Brazilian, you better be ready for that, right? So – I remember Sergio when he was still on the PGA Tour. Struggled at places like this where you can get heckled and fans are going to be a little bit ornery. It's not your typical golf crowd, right? I like it. I like that feel. But you have to have a certain type of thickness to your skin in order to be able to win at a place like this. Another guy I want to bring up real quick. I didn't bet him. I was hoping to see. I was hoping he was going to come up better in my numbers, Dave. But Tom Kim, obviously a young guy who's been playing great, uh, great putter. I know, I think Wes has bet him. I didn't, I'm not sure about Matt Brown, but we saw, if you watched the President's Cup last year, he mm. loved that crowd. He was a guy, you know, trying to hype up the crowd and everything See? like that. So I think he's a guy that's going to thrive off of that. Yeah, yeah th- those guys are, I'm going to look at, for the guys that are embracing, right, you're embracing it, you're not fighting it like Sergio would do sometimes on certain tour stops back in the day. You know, I, I do look at some of these guys and I go, you know, it, it gets back to Happy Gilmore. This is golf, people, right? And if, <laughs> if you don't like this type of crowd, you're not going to have a good week. Uh, well, look, this to me is a great opportunity. Obviously, it's a huge stop on the PGA Tour. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, I like some of the names you've thrown out there, Kelly, some good opportunities for people to bet into. And if you didn't see the graphic, I like that, you know, you can find it in the Beeson uh, guide if you're a pro subscriber. They have some of the top 40 picks, top 20 finishes. So some good opportunities here. Don't necessarily need somebody to win the tournament, mm -hmm. but yep. some good betting opportunities and angles for sure. And that's why it's so hard to pick those outrights, right? So you gave us some really good numbers and some good value plays, maybe for some longer numbers. And that's why I'm interested, like, would you bite at, I'll give you the top two guys. And by the way, I don't know what Rory's going to look like. By the way, you put Rory's numbers against Rom's numbers, oh, right. even though Rory's been playing over yeah. in Europe and been playing internationally more, they're still pretty comparable. Because we haven't seen Rory in the PGA Tour and we've been watching John Rom dominate this tour does not mean that Rory's still not Rory McIlroy. And, and all he did when we last saw him on the tour was win, 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 right? So, mm. yeah, I look, that is a heavyweight matchup uh, that we are going to be seeing this week. Dave, I wouldn't play that like you like you said. There's the top too, two. too many other quality golfers in this field. Um, but, man, those two are playing about as good as it gets right now. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. Again, last year it was Cantlay and Scheffler dueling it out in the desert there. We could get – and that went into the Super Bowl, by the way. Yeah. And it's like that's how late that went with that playoff round a year ago. A great event a year ago. Um, so, go ahead. No, it's going to be done by 4.30 here, huh? They get they better wrap it up. Wrap it up, kids. we got a Super Bowl to watch. Uh, great stuff. want to thank JVT for joining us. Uh, of course, uh, Steve for joining us from Wisconsin as well. Kelly, Amal, great spirited debate today. <laughs> a lot of fun. Take the over four and a half. Not if you like money. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow right here. Big bets on Beeson. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.